yo. Hello, Breadheads. My name's Ty, your host. I'm here today with my co-host, Eric. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, everybody. Wow. Buongiorno. Uh, how are you doing today, Chef? I'm doing great, Chef. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Thursday, but it's my Friday. Life is good. How about you? It's my Friday as well. And apologies for um, starting late. I was actually out for a nice little jog in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Cole Harbor here in Van- beautiful Vancouver. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran a nice solid 12 kilometers just to just to get my brain right to talk sandwich with you. Mm, you got to clear the head. I yeah. can. I could have guessed you went for a run. You're dripping head to toe in uh, checks. That's right. I got checks on me. Uh, and we ain't talking Nike, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know what? Yeah, I'm dressed in a full Nike condom suit right now. I got the tight mm. fit, uh, dry fit top. <laughs> Damn. And the uh, tight fit, dry fit shorts as well. It's um, the first time uh, Eric's ever been able to fit into, tightly fit into a condom. That's right, because otherwise that shit breaks on me. So, <laughs> so when I double, when I double condom, it's never a good idea. Well, you're not double double wrapped in Nike right now. Uh, you look like you, you look like a poster. The, uh, a poster? You look like a like a Nike ad. Yeah, 100% I'm a Nike ad. I get a lot of looks, uh, but it's probably because this these shorts are very tight around my ass. <laughs> well, not dude. You got the quads of a Nike ad. Thank you. Don't be so humble. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. This is the first time you've been nice to me on this on this podcast. We were 74 episodes in, everyone, and I, I want to say, Ty, is, uh, I got two compliments in the first two minutes of this pod. Yeah, wow. dude. Well, if there's one thing I'm going to compliment on you, it's your quads. It's the one thing you got going for you. Dude, when I eat 12 inches of sandwich, they go straight to my quads. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, really thicken those bad boys up. Yeah. But you know what? I do feel good right now because I'm munching on this. Nice little smoothie that I made. I mean, nice mm-hmm. little coconut mango smoothie with oat milk and some vanilla protein powder. And let me tell you, this is probably my favorite combo that I've ever mm. made. It's so fucking good, bro. Man, I don't know when you became such a health nut. It's like you're going <laughs> to Subway for a year and now you run 12 kids and drink your lunch. Doesn't make any sense. I drink my lunch. If you're consuming your lunch via liquid, that means it's healthier. That just means you've gone too far, dude. You're going to start wearing like the, the sleeveless hoodies next. Oh, I got a lot of sleeveless tops. Um, stay tuned for spring, summer 2021. Certified uh, mm. lover boy in store soon. But you know what, Ty? I'm also sipping on a nice little cold, canned cold brew. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, drinking cold brew from the can is like one, they're like the silliest and bougiest like use of resources. Cold. You can make that at home so easy, dude. You just put coffee in the fridge. Dude, well... You know what? I did actually go to Whole Foods on Monday, and I spent a whopping four hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Um, and part of the reason why is because when I come across a new canned beverage, I, I must try it because um, mm-hmm. I do trust Whole Foods a lot. So here, here we go. This is an actual live on-air Think Fresh taste test. I've never had this uh, Station Organic Cold Brew with uh, mm. coconut water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. Let's let's go. First sip. Let's hear hear what you have to say. What's that first sip like? We picked all that wow. up on audio. <laughs> Great. I got a <laughs> clean audio of that. Um, it's really good. It's not too like strong. It's like 
honestly, the flavor profile is like mostly coconut. I feel like I'm drinking coconut mm-hmm. water with like a hint of espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Really refreshing, though. I can see myself, um, you know, really sipping on this cup full of mud right here on a nice hot summer day. Mm. Cup full of mud and I'm draped in Celine, the future voice. Wow. Uh, what do you look for in a cold brew coffee? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Because I usually drink a nice, strong espresso-based drink. Mm-hmm. Um, something nice and thick, you know, mm-hmm. two Cs or three Cs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Cold brew is like a little bit of a departure for me, but it is nice and light. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess something that's just refreshing, to be honest. It's not really mm-hmm. an answer. I, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> what do you look for? <laughs> it's tough. I used to love cold brew, and I, I, but now I, I, the taste of it on my tongue makes me want to vom. Mm. I think I overdid it a few summers ago, back when cold brew was at its peak. And I think cold brew peaked around the same time as Bitcoin the first time around. <laughs> mm. So in 2017, you were rapidly losing money on Bitcoin and on cold brew. <laughs> heart rate goes up <laughs> wallet goes down yeah um uh, but i did land on the coconut that. one i get that coconut smoothie coconut brew i don't know do you, do you fuck with the coconut water yeah 100 you get you like your can of coconut water once in a while a little bit of cocoa waba oh yeah we are uh nirvana family here on this podcast this is a pro coconut water pod mm-hmm. um nothing better than a nice hot bath after a workout and a bottle of coconut water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think uh, there's an opportunity for SodaStream, my my love SodaStream, to produce cold brew? Wow. Is there a play there? Wow. Because I do a lot of like espresso tonics, you know, shot of espresso, a little bit of tonic water mm-hmm. to add that kind of like fizzy palate cleansing experience. And I feel like there's a missed opportunity here in SodaStream to like just ditch the soda part. Just call it stream fluid stream <laughs> um wow the marketing department over there is just shaking right now but um <laughs> yeah, they can have that idea for free yeah um can't reveal all our marbles here but um yeah i think <laughs> there's definitely an opportunity for in the home uh quick methods of creating like a drink some might say a keurig type <laughs> mm-hmm. um coffee machine what mm-hmm. how is the soda stream like what's unique about soda stream when it if it say it did like branch in the coffee like what would it do like a tonic coffee i guess so yeah i i would think immediately espresso tonic is the play so you're just but, carbonating cold brew essentially well the reason your cold brew is in a can to begin with the reason you cracked a fresh can of that brewski is because it's very gently carbonated to give your tongue a little bit of a massage. Um, not really. I also just well, realized it that it says uh, shake well, and I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Don't you just hate when you open up a new bottle of oat milk and you say, fuck, I didn't shake it. Ah, uh, the worst. Yeah. Damn. Making drinks is easy, though. I like try to make a margarita at home the other night. But I didn't have any tequila and I didn't have any triple sec. So I used Mezcal and Aperol and it tasted amazing. It tasted like a, like I would pay $20 for it at a cocktail bar. And I thought, wow. shit, making cocktails is so easy. Wow. This, the whole 
the whole mixology like sector is a giant scam yeah wow well if the china virus didn't put the kefir bar out of business then you definitely will mm, <laughs> rest in peace kefir that makes me so sad i think it's still around they have like an outdoor golf course now they're a, they're a sporting facility now <laughs> this is the problem with COVID for like restaurants that once had like a very, very good niche yeah. now are forced to diversify their business offering in order to stay like afloat during COVID. Mm-hmm. So you got cocktail bars opening mini golf in their parking lot mm-hmm. and you got like grocery stores trying to like incentivize you to um, make donations to places. I don't know. There's just all this like random crap happening. That is true. And now the, now that I think about it, the kefir bar is like, it's so niche and so tied to COVID in a way. Like it's in Chinatown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the whole theme of kefir bar is like, it's it's got it's Chinese, but it's also like far, like pharmacy, like it's like a pharmaceutical mm-hmm. theme. Like there's like fake medicine everywhere, and like a lot mm-hmm. of the drinks are like um, have medicinal properties, I guess. Or like it's like really mm-hmm. herbal and things like that um kind of kind of a scary overlap what do you what do you think yeah. about that do you do you think big uh big uh, fortune is coming for kefir did, did fortune know, start but... covid <laughs> there there is a lot of um overlap between this entire pandemic and the kefir bar kefir is like the pfizer living in the um uh lockdown of wuhan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just trying to survive yeah um but I'm going to be extra cautious now going to Kiefer, I think. Or anywhere. Did you see that they unlocked um, vaccinations for those who are 55 to 65? It's been unlocked? <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, if you're that age, you can go in. So I think our demographic here on Think Fresh Pod is only like to what, like half a percent. It's probably one old guy listening to this. So, so Greg, mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. hearing this, go ahead and call your pharmacy and, uh, Get that vax. Get, mm, get that shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know when they're going to unlock the DLC for uh, the young whippersnappers like us to mm-hmm. get that shot. Mm-hmm. The real working and pl- playing class of of uh, our generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do we have today for subway related shit ties? Do you have anything on, on deck? Oh no, did I lose you again? Lost you again there. Damn. Okay, I'm back. LTE because there were some definite issues with our connection today. Okay. I think you just cut this out. We're having a yeah, decent that's cool. pod. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Let's get into some subway talk, Eric. Yeah, what do you Another Another cold brew bullshit. None, none <laughs> this, cold brew bullshit. this is not a fluid podcast. That is true. As much as we do recommend a nice cold cup of mud after a nice long sandwich... Mm-hmm. Um, this is a sandwich podcast. So, what, what do we mm. have today in sandwich-related subway news, Ty? Yeah, that's a great question, Eric. Uh, it, well, there's nothing to do with signature beverages, but there are some new signature sandwich options on the menu. Uh, here in our own home country of <laughs> Canada, <laughs> wow. The, True North Strong and Free, Subway has now unveiled a few new sandwich options for um, the Canadian consumer, and they are terrible. Mm. I can't wait to walk you through these, Eric. Uh, so, three um, words. So yeah. at the same time, they remove 
um, AstraZeneca vaccine off the menu. They've introduced some new sandwiches. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, suspicious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they probably come from the same supplier. Yeah. Source, source the same material. <laughs> okay, what's, uh, what's new on the menu at the way? Okay, uh, as one new menu option, it's three words that I've never seen side by side. Okay? Mm-hmm. Potato bun sidekick. <laughs> Potato bun sidekick. Isn't that what Shake Shack uses? I don't know, man. It It is uh, not bread, though. I think this is Subway's <laughs> attempt to get away from the bread controversies by just exploring like a totally gluten-free alternative. They said, you were right. The bread was too sugary. Let's just make our buns from potatoes now. This is insane. Like, the only reason why Subway bread is controversial is because it's the pinnacle of their brand. Mm-hmm. like it's the only reason they exist and it's the best thing about them so why would they move away from that is not is like bad press not good press in this scenario dude it makes no sense surely they know that this is the bread is the only thing that gets people through the door they smell that sweet scent and like a siren's call <laughs> it brings you through the doors and brings you into the line yeah you can't i don't even know what a potato smells like <sighs> i mean yeah what does a potato bun look like i'm picturing the shake shack ones that it's like it's like a little bit more uh less bounce back you know when you press down on it with thumb it doesn't like snap back like a nice little a honey oat would um mm-hmm. but it does kind of like squish down like a memory foam and it is quite good actually so maybe this is a good move i don't know i don't know the, the, it does look <laughs> pretty good it has a real nice shine to it it reminds me of like the legs of an instagram model um mm-hmm. and it's it they're 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 small too they're like they're only like two inch by two inch it feels like the v- version two of the mighty melt so mm-hmm. i think that's where the psychic comes in it's kind of a dollar dollar menu value p- pick play here mm-hmm. um damn yeah, i so changed this, my mind bro this looks fire you're into this dude <laughs> it's like a pellet i'm 100 gonna order a six inch and then three of these guys this looks so good. <laughs> okay, if it's two inches, three of those hits you at another six inches. So then you can kind of have best of both worlds. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Good math. Um, good math. This, uh, like, imagine getting a double steak and cheese with extra cheese on a potato bun. Maybe, like, a, like a thick slice of tomato, uh, lettuce, and you have a burger right there. Wow. Yeah, this is like the first foray into burgers because just that crispier, like squishier bun is it's setting the subway up maybe for a new category. It mm-hmm. seems a little weird though that it's only available in like two inch options. I would love to be able to get a foot long on this bun. Like an, it's going to start to feel like a nice Kaiser roll as it gets extended. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Imagine a, a potato like bun that's like 12 inches long, bro. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's like six potatoes. Yeah, you'll become <laughs> a potato if you eat all that. Wow. That's amazing. I'm actually stoked to order this. I think getting like cold cuts in this is like a is like a limp dick move though. You gotta go either falafel in mm-hmm. your case, veggie patty. Like you gotta like mm-hmm. play into like the burger realm. Yeah, um, hot and heavy. Some, yeah. And then I'd probably go like chicken, like a marinara chicken sandwich mm-hmm. on a potato bun, bro. Bro, that's crazy. I'm actually yeah. gonna, I'm for real. This might be the thing that brings us back to Subway. <laughs> 2021, the return to the way. This It's interesting though, like, this bread has a lot of bread. Can we even call it bread? 
Mm. This isn't bread, is it? This is a potato. Well, I'm not sure the mm, I'm not sure what the molecular molecular composition of bread is, but don't you require some kind of like starchy like thing? What's in bread, Ty? <laughs> uh, gluten. Maybe some flour. <laughs> uh, this is a rhetorical yeah. question. I'm not answering this. Listen, here's my biggest problem. Okay. I don't care if this is bread or not. All that I am surprised by is every single time Subway attempts some new form of meat encasing. We won't even call it bread. We'll call it the, the meat and vegetable encasement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always two inches. Like think about like the Shibata that, that capped out at <laughs> six inches. Like mm. it's a miracle that they made a foot long flatbread. A miracle, Eric. It's foot long. I thought it was only flat... like, I thought it was like eight inches. Mm, actually, fun fact for the listeners: the foot long flatbread is not twelve inches long. It's the longest sandwich variety you can buy. The foot long bread is actually fourteen inches. Shh, don't tell anybody. So the, if you buy the flatbread, the flatbread, fourteen inches. It's 14 inches. They broke their own Jesus. system. doesn't make any they sense. They broke the system. So if you want to like feel an extra hungry one day and you want to just cash in on a little extra inch, <sighs> go for the flatbread. Wow. You know what I wanted to say, actually? The ciabatta failed because it's a shitty bun. <laughs> like it's, it's the, out of all of the six inch and 12 inch bread options, the mm-hmm. ciabatta is like at the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Like the worst six inch bread you can get which is probably like the plain like white one is still better than ciabatta, bro. Yeah, that's why no, it's, it's a good point. Well, but that's the, why the, I'm... this potato yep. one, I think that's mm-hmm. like mid to top tier. <laughs> I guess so. Like, but at the same time, Subway doesn't have the industry expertise in potatoes compared to all the other fast food chains. You look at McDonald's, Burger King, anywhere. They've been dealing with potatoes for years. They've done thick cut. They've done thin cut fries. They've done every poutine, every exploration of potato you can imagine. This is Subway's first foray into potatoes. Like the only reason that Hermes is able to make a nice leather bag is because they made like horse saddles for 300 years. And they got (laughs) really good at working with leather. So you think Mm. that Subway's just going to like spit out a potato bun? their first foray into potato and it's going to be good. I don't know, man. This is a prototype. Mm, Christmas 2021, Ty, you might be in store for a Hermes saddle from me using our Think Fresh capital. That's great. I'll, <laughs> yeah, but I, my horse needs, a, my, my, my steed needs a new sack. Yeah. Um, but you know what? The, all the um, versions of potato that you mentioned previously are fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have to fry a potato to make a bread out of it <laughs> what a fucking crazy sentence but oh dude you know what it is it's gnocchi <laughs> if you're not frying the potato but it's like puffing up that, that's just gnocchi oh shit i love that you know why <laughs> potato bun is they're playing into their italian heritage here at subway with the gnocchi wow wow yeah you might be right you might be right um I'm surprised they haven't gone into focaccia mm-hmm. <laughs> in that same, same realm. Oh, focaccia would have some heat. That would be awesome. I, I'm thinking about, like, the Italian herb and cheese is the closest you'll probably ever get to focaccia. No. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe the Parmesan oregano, because focaccia is all about, like, the, the, the oils and the, the spice and the, the, the herbs. 
But isn't Parmesan oregano literally herbs, her, her, like herbs and cheese? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just a synonym for her, a herb and a cheese. <laughs> um, wait, but the least, okay, the closest thing to a potato bun to me is like mashed potatoes. Like I, I picture like a bowl of mashed potatoes being put into the oven or like a mashed potato-like substance. Mm-hmm. And then it just puffs up into a fluffy bread, right? Mm-hmm. But mashed potatoes are like the least Italian version of potatoes. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I mean, you could take like a British twist on this and put some like grits or something in this potato bun sandwich. That's true. I think that's where I'm you're like... Say, your roast beefs and whatnot, your your meaty meats play mm. nicely here. I'm surprised they don't do like a fried polenta burger at Subway in Italy. <laughs> Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Where um, this hey. potato bun? Oh, one more thought on this potato bun. I could go all day. Uh, <laughs> I think here's where it's going to really shine. The potato is famous on the plate at breakfast. You got mm-hmm. hash browns, you got these kind of fried potatoes. And I think that mm-hmm. Subway has always really struggled in the breakfast category because you go in there and you want to get like some eggs, some scrambled eggs, which they offer for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But it seems always felt weird to put it on like a six inch white bread loaf. Isn't that always kind of weird? You like can get bacon and eggs. They have bacon, eggs on the menu. And then you just put it on some Italian herbs and cheese bread like a sandwich. That is actually a good point. This would be a great breakfast sandwich option. Mm-hmm. Like, let me get the, like, omelet <laughs> with, like, two strips of bacon on a potato bun. Mm-hmm. That's like an egg slut uh, type vibe right there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. I'm salivating to the very thought of it. Wow. Who, who would have thought the slutty little potato bun would be such a hit? Um, well, we have big hopes for it. I'm on the I'm on the edge of my little sub subway chair. Yeah, I have one other thing I need to bring up around potatoes. Um, the the failing Sam the cooking guy. He posted a video yesterday or the day before of him making mashed potatoes out of potato chips. <laughs> so the beginning of the video, it sounds cursed, I know, but the beginning of the video, he explains how like potato like instant potato mix like instant mashed potato mix is just like dried potato essentially and you add moisture and it becomes like a mush um so he's like well let me test that theory with potato chips and so he just boils some water dumps like half a bag of potato chips in there mushes it down lets it like reduce into what looks like mashed potatoes and voila there you go and it's literally like that that simple and then he drizzles a little bit of olive oil on top and takes a bite and he claims that it's very fire. <laughs> what do you think of this? I think it's uh, a miracle that he was able to reverse engineer the potato like that. Literally went from, yeah, like 100 back down to zero from mm-hmm. a potato chip into mashed potatoes. That is insane. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the uh, potato equivalent of like recycling <laughs> an aluminum can. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. He's it was literally... once. It was once a thing, and now it's back into its original thing. Mm-hmm. He's literally melting it down to reuse it, repurpose it for something new. I think that's mm-hmm. beautiful. We could have more. Maybe, maybe we could do that with more food and pr- stop food waste. Mm-hmm. 
One day I'm going to make you two bowls of mashed potatoes, Ty, and I'm going to get you to do a taste test. Like, which of these to you tastes better? One's going to be like, it just looks like regular potatoes, and one's going to look like barbecue-flavored potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I actually, I totally agree. I think, like, the potato chip mashed potatoes would be just a a banger because you would never put that much salt in a normal bowl of mashed potatoes. Exactly. You have to be crazy to do that. Mm -hmm. I think the only acceptable way to do this is to do like Lay's original. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you could like swing having some kind of flavor in there. I think you need to like, you know, you can't, not everything in life can be instant. You know what I mean? Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you just got to chop up some of your own chives (laughs) and not go for the sweet sour cream uh, flavored (laughs) chips. Yeah. The uh, (laughs) sour cream and onion plate could be pretty good, but. It's a good point. There might be a little bit of TLC here to take this from good to great. Absolutely. If you're in a pinch and, you know, the, the, you know, the in-laws are coming over for dinner and it's in your two hours late then you know, just throw some chips in a pot of water and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And th- there's, there's the breadheads, uh, weekly food tip. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. That is, a. Uh... Uh, truly off-putting, but I'm also fascinated by it, and I might have to give that a go this weekend. Really impress the LP. If you do that, please post it on our OnlyFans uh, and Breadheads. Once again, you can subscribe to that to that and see what Ty's uh, cursed dinner side dish looks like. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we'll put that on. It's the vegetarian. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely take it for a rip and I will post it to OnlyFans. I'm sure the guys would love to see that. Yeah, only humans were harmed in the making of this dish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a self-destruct sequence. Yeah. Uh, You asked me earlier about what's happening with Subway in the news and I give you one answer regarding potato buns, which I think we've both decided is a fruitful endeavor of Subway's many, of Subway's many, many misses. They might have finally found a hit yeah they have fumbled the bag so many times that eventually uh they were able to they were able to carry it to the end zone mm-hmm. um yeah they say a broken clock is right twice a day right mm-hmm. same thing here uh there was one other piece of news i wanted to share with you that i learned and that is uh somebody did a collaboration in korea with uh gila the athletic interesting brand. yeah so I think what's happening is Subway is trying to rebrand themselves to the Korean market. They're trying to come across as like the whole couture of dining in Korea. I read recently that they've been like putting product placement of Subway in tons of like Korean dramas. So like people on TV oh my will dine at Subway, but they'll be like, look, it'll be trendy shows. People will be dressed trendy, having just normal conversations like Subway is like you're, you're, North American fourth wave coffee shop. Wow. So this year alone, they've done like 17 different product placements on different Korean dramas and it's working. It's changing the brand perception in Korea to Subway as like a trendy place to have a sandwich. Interesting. I'm picturing mm-hmm. like, like a, like the show friends, but in Korea and so mm-hmm. with the central perk, they just hang out at Subway mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just sit around on the, like around the fireplace. <laughs> I think that's what they're kind of going for is that that 
Subway is at the heart of community. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, that explains a lot of like what we see on Twitter <laughs> with Subway. Like all the dialogue around Subway is um, around like in Asian communities for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like I never see, it's like middle class or it's like working class, like white people and Asians. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. So uh, Subway's obviously trying to do a big push here in, in uh, I guess, Asian city centers at least. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, because there's kind of this like ur- urban aspect to this is like Subway is your kind of community center. Um, and I think that's what stimulated this collaboration with Fila. And it's actually a pretty cool collection of clothing. I wanted to walk you through some of the things that are included in this. Yeah. Do you, do you think um, Subway is going to face the same fate as 7-Eleven in Asia? Like, 7-Eleven here is just like a place where bums hang out. Um, but in Asia, it's like, it's like the place to be. Like, you can do everything at 7-Eleven. They have like mm-hmm. actually good food. You can buy all your groceries there. You can pay for parking tickets there. <laughs> like, like, you can do everything. That's where kids hang out after school, etc. Mm-hmm. Do you think like it's going to become like synonymous with that, like just where kids hang out in Asia, and here it's like just going to be like forgotten? Yeah, I guess like Seven Eleven in Asia is kind of like the Stussy store in North America. <laughs> and just like you got just like a bunch of young kids hanging out, and they like you can buy coffee there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're carrying their skateboards in. Uh... Yeah, they're they're talking, they're chopping it up with the shopkeep, you mm, know. Truly, the saying hi to trend. the. They're saying hi to the bodega cat. Mm. <laughs> the bodega cat. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think if uh, that's what Seven Eleven is in Japan to Stussy in North America, the Korean equivalent is soon to be Subway. They've got the the brand roots there now. Um, they're venturing into retail with this great collaboration and it is cool eric they got some like some sneakers some uh tops a bag a few few hats you can really go drip head to toe in subway sway (laughs) and it looks nothing like my first thought was going to be this is going to feel like the like artist outfit at subway you're going to be dressing just like a sandwich artist which is like generally perceived to be maybe not something you want to wear <laughs> on the street. It's not streetwear. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want people to think you're just like late for your shift, you know? That's really funny. I think this t-shirt looks pretty sick. Like we've got a yellow like Hanes t-shirt essentially mm-hmm. with, uh, well, I guess it's a Fila t-shirt with like an Italian BMT with egg and mayo on it. Can you, mm-hmm. can you do a little pinch zoom for me, Ty, yeah, yeah, uh, on that t-shirt? A little closer. Because it looks like you get a little cross-section of a sandwich on there uh, with some text explaining exactly what it is. Yeah, I think so. I think it's really interesting. They've really leaned into the BMT for this collection. I think they finally recognize that the BMT is the um, <laughs> oh, yeah, hero, hero product here. I'm really impressed with the sneakers, though, Eric. I think the sneakers are really cool because they have this little tag on the side of them that says Italian BMT. It feels so, super arbitrary, mm-hmm. but I'm here for it. I think it's such a s- smart play. I think, like, restaurant merch is um, the new thing. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, haven't seen bands in a year. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, people but, damn, don't care about... Takeout. 
yeah and restaurants are the new rock stars in 2021 um you know the government wants them to fail they're telling them you can't work you can't mm-hmm. have people mm-hmm. inside um yeah. but restaurants are saying fuck you we're doing it we're or, you know, we're the working class. Totally. Um, it really is the new, like, anarchist culture to be a restaurant owner. Like, yeah. Iron Chef, shout out Rob Feeney. Super, they're just the <laughs> temporary superheroes. 100%. Um, that's my president, Rob Feeney. <laughs> um, but I do have one restaurant shirt in my collection, and mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy with it. Is it's this the, your um, John and Vinny swag? No, I wish. I do have a pen Shout from them. Shout out to but... Nico, who did the whole collection. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Um, no, but I have a Schwartz um, charcuterie. Was it the smoked, smoked uh, meat place in Montreal? Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. It's such a smart play. Like, I, I went in, spent like $15 on lunch, and then mm-hmm. like 45 on a t-shirt. <laughs> so I, I, spent <laughs> like, I spent like $60 on lunch. <laughs> yeah, this goes back to like uh every single business diversifying their offering because of covid it's mm-hmm. like every time i think i hate buying coffee out now because i have to buy a freaking tote bag along with it <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah your smoked meat shirt is great it really <laughs> exemplifies the qualities that i think you try to emit as your brand ethos like you are eric the smoked meat guy you get double meat at subway you don't mess around you're going for the the signature thick cuts <laughs> well i feel so seen right now mm-hmm. I, see i only um, own one restaurant shirt as well um mine is a classic uh official in and out shirt and every time uh, i put it on i feel like i'm going animal style Ty's <laughs> going extra sauce he's taking his pants off he's going he's going full animal full animal that's really funny wow yeah in and out has been early in the merch game that's for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'd say that they were actually the um maybe the trailblazers of of restaurant merch mm-hmm. yeah but i'm glad to see old way here is catching up at least in the korean marketplace they they're mm-hmm. branching away from the artist look they're they're getting away from the kind of traditional restaurant merch they're trying to do like some cool new things with typography and, yeah. uh, they're leaning into the things they know people love i don't care about the subway logo but i care about the italian bmt and i will rep those <laughs> words proudly on my chest the bmt should be the logo if you think about it it really this should is incredible be. I wanna, <laughs> I, i'm trying to figure out how can we cop this in north america because this shit is pretty good they they exactly. even came up with a clutch yeah. that looks like a six inch it's a clutch. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I see. The sandwich pouch. Sandwich pouch, yeah. Um, uh, great set of socks. Fila logo uh, in some colors. Very good. And I noticed the tote bag is lined with plastic, so you can put your sandwich in there and you won't ruin your tote bag. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. The brown and paper it rolls bag up. lunch. Yeah, it rolls up like a paper bag. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, this is fantastic. Um, so, but I noticed on the t-shirt it said... Um, in the circle around the BMT there, it said, taste good, feel good, um, mm-hmm. which is much like the eat fresh, live fresh mantra. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, taste good, feel good. I think they probably borrowed this from the pod, you know? Absolutely. I think since episode um, one launched, that's enough time to like turn around a merch line. Mm-hmm. We noticed on the our newsletter subscriber list, we do have some at fila.com emails. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and a few at, at Subway official. Yeah. Those narcs getting in there. Yeah, we do have some blue checks listening. So feel free to send us the pack and we'll, you know, drop a little referral link for y'all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and um, for the breadheads that are listening and are actually curious what we're talking about, we'll make sure to link out to this full Fila collection in the description of this episode, as well as link out to some more information on the potato bun sidekick now available <laughs> in Canada. If you want to take mm-hmm. a look at that crispy, shiny, tiny bun, just mm-hmm. like just like your cheeks, Eric. Thanks, Ty. Um, one last question for you. When are we going to link up and go to the subway? Hmm. Well, uh, because of the new COVID restrictions, which are like choking me out, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't swallow I feel like, uh, I'm being choked. I'm suffocating. Mm-hmm. I feel like somewhere in between uh, disgruntled employee uh, of yours and uh, like a estranged ex. Because I keep asking you and I don't get an answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving you on red every time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, let's reassess in a week's time and maybe we'll just YOLO and go get go share a foot long, just like old yeah. times. Once this third wave settles down and we're at the and Bitcoin goes up a little more, mm-hmm. then I think it's time for us to dip our toes into the way. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the stars have aligned. Yeah, I'm so excited. Was, we'll get we'll get there before the hundredth episode. I I guarantee that. Hell yeah, buddy! I'm all in. <laughs> Alrighty, it's been a, a beautiful episode. Uh, this is a 14 inch flatbread version of the Think Fresh <laughs> uh, podcast here. Mm-hmm, that's a um, But yeah, we will chat to you guys on Tuesday. Have a great long weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm, a weekend longer than a foot long. Yeah. See you later.